Happy Decaf Thursday. And I'm just going to start this off by saying we just had such a great week at Beacon with our inaugural Leadership Academy finishing up. As fun as it was, I am exhausted. <laughs> That's so tell, first of all, tell people like what Leadership Academy was, because this was basically something you basically organized the whole thing for. So it all came together because of you, but explain what it was. <laughs> so we had this great idea about a year ago, I guess, to bring together groups a group of people with really different backgrounds, really different occupations who are philosophically aligned with the mission of the Beacon Center and want to learn more about what it's like to be involved in government. Maybe they want to run for office in the future. Maybe they want to be part of civic engage, have some type of civic engagement in the future. They're just really interested in the principles that make us free in America and in Tennessee. And so we brought them together and did three sessions about um, our first principles, what actually goes on at the Beacon Center and how to equip yourself for civic engagement. And then this last one was at the Capitol for two days we talked to so many elected officials. They met with the governor today. We met with Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs. We met with so many great people at the Capitol. And um, it was just a really fun and interesting group of people, fun and interesting programming. And we got to know a lot of great people across Tennessee and they got to know us. And um, I, I, it really truly is a leadership academy, teaching them how to step into the public square and, and be a leader in their communities. And it was cool. I actually had to do like a media relations thing with them. Um, I guess it was like four or five months ago. But the people there were so impressive. It's like, it's not, you know, I think all of them are kind of have, have an idea of the free market, but they're not on the same, a lot of the people are not in the same party. They're not, they don't believe the same thing. They just have a general idea of freedom. So it was cool to see these very impressive people, much more impressive than me or you, who are doing this great program and kind of learning more about kind of the inside baseball and the politics and things like that that go into it. Yeah, it was it was honestly really inspiring to see how much they cared, because even at age 30, I've only ever done this in my career. And so I think I'm a little jaded and these people care so much. And so it kind of lit a fire underneath me as well. So it was it was really great to see. And it was really fun. All that being said, it is like 34 degrees and rainy in Nashville right now. And I have been doing logistics for this thing all week. And there is nothing that depletes my batteries like event logistics plus a rainy day. So I am hereby not responsible for anything stupid I might say on this podcast because my brain is mashed potatoes. I feel like bragging. I've not left the house the last two days. So I know that you have been everywhere. I know it's incredible. So I'm, I apologize for that. We'll, I will, I'll, be, I'll be easy on you this, this show just to make sure it's not. <laughs> yeah, let's be nice to Taylor <laughs> this one time. Um, please be nice to me uh, because I think we're going to agree on all of our topics, starting with Joe Rogan and Whoopi Goldberg, two mm -hmm. people who I would never grouped together in a, in a podcast in like a topic until this week joe rogan is catching heat from all sides over interviews that he does on spotify and now everybody's taking their music off spotify which i don't really like johnny mitchell to begin well, with when you so say like, everyone i think you mean literally three people and right. a bunch of like weird podcasts nobody listens to so pretty much no one yeah it's true but like joni mitchell don't miss her never liked her have tried don't like her um neil young neil who like i'm just kind of like it you people were freaking this would have been a big deal in 1971 if these people left but right now it's not probably yeah, quite as big it's just like man you're, <laughs> we're fine um yeah joe rogan's catching heat whoopi goldberg is catching heat now i will say 
one thing they don't have in common is Joe Rogan just has people on his show that other people don't like. And Whoopi Goldberg actually said something super stupid and offensive, but that's, that's kind of America. Like people are allowed to speak their minds, I guess. I mean, do you agree, Mark? Like even well, if listen, Jerry agree. Rogan did say some stupid offensive things in his career. I mean, that's not necessarily why they're trying to cancel him now, but he has done that. But it's just, yeah, it's just, it's, um, it's great to see Spotify stand with Joe Rogan, although they kind of has to, he has a hundred million subscribers. Um, and it's actually pretty disappointing to see the view not stand with Whoopi Goldberg, despite her saying something, you know, horrible. It was, she, she made a comment about the Holocaust that was wrong. And it was basically, she's uneducated. Um, it wasn't because she was trying to be awful. And the second she found out, she's like, oh God, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I didn't realize that. I basically was just not educated on what the Holocaust was. Right. Um, so it's like, she's dumb, but I mean, she's always been dumb. So we've never fired her for that before. So why are we suspending her for saying something dumb? I mean, I, I do think that's like, at what point do we say, oh, you said something that was, you know, uneducated. So you're suspended. If that was the case, I mean, I, I mean, AOC would be suspended from the Senate or from the uh, House of Representatives the entire time. Just saying something uneducated doesn't make you suspend, shouldn't suspend you. Yeah, I would have no friends if we got punished for saying stupid. Oh, you don't have friends now, do you? Okay. So, okay, sorry. <laughs> See, that was, I know. <laughs> well, the Blink-182 shirt really triggered me. Um, I don't care. Um, Mark, Mark no, can't help it. it. He, only, he can only say mean things to me. <laughs> it, it's a really discussion, though, because people talk about, like, the freedom. And, of course, every, these people, all the freedom say, I don't want to be on Spotify. But the question is, what is their end game, right? Their end game is because they want to see Rogan canceled. They do want to see his free speech stifled. And, of course, they're doing something they're allowed to do. But their end game is saying, we want it to be so that no platform will ever, ever take him so that he is essentially canceled. And it's not working. And because of all the money he makes, Spotify has had to stand up. And, and honestly, Rogan issued, I, I think he apologized a little bit too much for me, but he issued a good thing. He's like, man, listen, I talk to people from all different types of walks of life. I people disagree with me. I've had Sanjay Gupta on there, who's obviously not a COVID denier or a vaccine denier. I mean, I've had all these people. You can't get mad at me because you don't agree with what one of the, pe one of the people I had on said. I, I totally agree with you, but like, let's talk about the bigger problem, which is that the view still exists. Like, can we talk about that? Like, <laughs> even like broader than Whoopi and Joe and all these things, like the fact that the view is still on TV, like, I really don't know what their demographic is because just like angry people, like, is their demographic just angry people? Because I feel like it's just a rage fest every day. But it is just complaining, um, but they try to get so here's the point is like they're trying to get a conservative on, like they want the you know the fourth person to be conservative because, like, but it's like you already alienating all those by having you know the three people there just pile on whatever conservative says. So like, what conservative is going to want to watch that? Like, I think if they're smart, they just go either you know they make it a 50 50 panel or they just go full liberal because it doesn't make any sense to like pre they're pretending like they're open minded, but they're not. Yeah. And they want someone who's not a Trump supporter, but also a conservative. It's like, it's just insane. I did, I feel bad for Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, I, I know it's it's easy for you know people on the right to say, hey, you know, you reap what you sow. You want to cancel these people. This is what happens. But that's not the way we should be thinking about this. We should be like, we're going to stand up for her just as much as we stand up for, you know, Joe Rogan or whoever, because you shouldn't be suspended for this. It, it's ridiculous. Of course, they have the right to do it. It's a private company. Joni Mitchell's already taking her music off. But it's like, it just makes you look dumb and small-minded, in my opinion. And it's like, we are a country you know that we believe in forgiveness Whoopi Goldberg said something stupid just say you know what and she apologized you know I said something stupid I was uneducated so, okay I mean maybe you have a little more empathy for other people when they say stupid stuff but like we forgive you move on that's exactly what I was going to say is I hope that she learns her lesson from this because there is no empathy from anyone from the view at any time ever it's like if you are asking for grace you need to show that grace to other people that's that's my soapbox <laughs> 
conservatives need to do that too. Like I'm saying everybody generally, like it's like, oh, Alec Baldwin did, you know, he said a lot of horrible things about Trump. Like you don't celebrate him, you know, accidentally shooting somebody. It's like, I think that both sides, we just need this idea of like, yes, you might not agree with them, but it doesn't mean they're bad people and you shouldn't celebrate them going down. Like anybody right. celebrating Whoopi Goldberg going down, it's like, you're missing the bigger picture here. Yes, I don't like her either, but that doesn't, I mean, she was great in, um, what was the what was the sister movie? Act. yeah sister act yeah great <laughs> sister act um but it's like you shouldn't be celebrating this it, it's a bad precedent you know and we don't want this to keep going you say something uneducated or stupid get two week suspension like I, like where where does that leave and we need to right. get more about that on the, on the well right. I hope that she is more willing to show grace to others um sure. after this and I just think that that's something we've lost as a society is showing grace to people when they say something we don't agree with or say something that is blatantly wrong and mean and not thoughtful at all like that's what she said but we need to she needs to be accountable for her action sure but we also need to show her grace and that's a delicate balance that nobody strikes these days Mm -hmm. um so that I will I could stand on a soapbox talk about that for hours but I will uh, I digress this week or was it last week I guess it was last week was big in the Tennessee Supreme Court um we have been working on this case surrounding home businesses in Nashville since 2017. Years ago, our friend Lyd Shaw and our other friend Pat Rayner got cease and desist letters from the city of Nashville for having businesses in their home. Pat, she's a hairstylist in her home. She has cut my hair before. She has cut Justin's hair before. She's the best and the kindest woman I've ever met. And Liz Shaw is a Grammy-winning producer who owns a studio in his home. And when they got cease and desist letters, they came to us and IJ Institute for Justice on the national level. And we have been representing their case against the city of Nashville since 2017. A couple of years ago, the city authorized home businesses to sunset in 2023. So the case goes on so that we can get a permanent uh, permanent allowance for home businesses. And that was tried before the Supreme Court just last week. And it, it was really fun to watch. I actually really enjoyed, um, you can watch them on YouTube. They're all remote. We can watch them on YouTube. And it was actually uh, a great argument by our buddy, Paul Avalar at the Institute for Justice. I love Paul, always have. Um, and it, it's just really awesome to see something that we've all worked so hard on and care so much about. Property rights is huge for us at Beacon. We care so much about property rights. And this is a simple property rights issue. You should be able to operate a business out of your home without the city telling you what you can and can't do in your home. I understand noise restrictions and things like that, but the fact of actually just operating a business out of your home there's no sense to why that should be illegal so it was really cool to see the case that we've all worked so hard on get all the way to the supreme court last week it was huge it was exciting yeah and i mean i think it's a good we need to remember too it's like just because they pass something i mean if it's sunsets and it, the law already was unfair to them compared to other people i think they only have six people in their home yeah, when other home businesses could have 12 but it's like just because you do one thing good doesn't like like just because the city council did one thing good. This should be a permanent thing. This should not be a you know a two year thing that sunsets. It's they have the right to do whatever they want in their home, their business as long as they're not you know not violating noise noise ordinances or um, trash ordinances or whatever. They're sound and it's um just because they did the right thing. We need this to be permanent. This is not just a oh yeah well, your livelihood only matters to us for two years then it sunsets right. Like this is something that matters so much more and That's it's great really- that you know we have That's a really good point, Mark, because it it is their livelihood. Imagine building a business in your home and then being told like, there's a time limit, there's an expiration date on your business. Like that, 
That's the uncertainty of a business. Owner. Like the number one thing small businesses want is certainty. The idea that like, oh, in two years I could be banned. Yeah. That's not a good way to operate. So hopefully they fix this forever and it's not just a another Band-Aid solution. Yeah. So uh, we're really excited that the case has made it to the Supreme Court, the ultimate, the ultimate judge uh, for this issue and, and hope that property rights prevails in the end. Um, so last week, was a crazy week in football. We've been having some crazy weeks in football, but I mean- Great, great playoff. Great, great playoff. I actually, if my mom is listening to this, she's going to be so upset. I really hope she doesn't listen to this episode. I gave up sports betting last year because- Not I, that <laughs> She'd probably what? be happy about that part. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you act like your mom would be un- upset you gave up sports gambling. <laughs> no, she's going to be happy about that because I won a whole lot when Alabama won the national championship, paid for a ski trip, won a little more for, during the Super Bowl and then lost it all because I bet on Justin Thomas to win the Masters. So who saw Hideki Matsuyama and his last name come out come out of the woodwork and win that? Justin Thomas come in like 50th. He wasn't even close. Yeah, I don't know if he made the cut. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's not act like it's Matsuyama's fault. <laughs> anyway, I lost all my money and I deleted all my sports betting apps and said, and washed my hands of it. Well... This weekend was just a little too much fun. And I sober-mindedly got back on all of them, plus Barstool and MGM. Okay, listen, (laughs) I went from three last year to giving it up to getting on five and it paid off for me. And so now I think I might be hooked again and we'll see what happens. I didn't learn my lesson because I already placed a bet on either John Rom or Colin Morikawa to win the Masters this year. So well, if you need actual betting advice from somebody who wins a lot, let me know. So much of that is actually banned from an app for winning too much money. Um, but uh, it, it, it's been an, honestly an unbelievable playoffs. And um, a lot of people made fun of me, Justin, our boss included, when I said Bengals Rams championship before the playoffs. And it was about an 80 to one shot. And I bet on them both to get there. So I have been doing really well. Um, and it's a real, honestly, the best outside of me being very smart, which we know, um, the best playoffs. I've seen. It's been unbelievable playoffs. There's been so many good games. I'm excited for the title. I don't, I mean, I want the Rams to win just because of my, my money's on them. But like, I don't know what's going to happen. And this has really been one of the most fun, unpredictable playoffs. And it really makes you like, I know some people kind of get, went off the NFL train a while ago because of the kneeling and things like that. But if you watch this playoffs, it's hard for you not to be like, wow, this is, this is really great football. I, my, my bets want the Rams to win, but my heart wants the Bengals to win. It's very complicated, the emotions that I'm experiencing right now, but. Uh, Why did you bet on the Rams and the Bengals? Because the odds were better for the Rams. <laughs> the odds are, yeah, you should, you should think, they're, they're the favorite. You should think the underdog. Oh, not when I was betting. Yeah, okay. they are. Rams, Rams have started, they started up mine. Are you sure you even know what you're betting on? I, see, that's my concern when Taylor says she's betting. I'm not sure she really knows what she's betting on sometimes. I feel like she does these things like, oh, I don't think you understand what that bet means. No, I totally do. Yeah. And when well, I Rams got are four, on- Rams are four, Rams are four point favorites. The the, I, the Bengals have been underdogs the whole time. I, I just went on and saw what the highest payout would be and I placed that bet. So. Did you pick them to win by like more than like 15 or something? Like you probably took a weird alternate line bet. I just took the money line. I just took, I just did like straight up. Well, if you did the money line, you bet the Bengals probably. You should check that bet. That's that they definitely paid more and they have the whole time. So check check that that and see what happens. And then you'll know who to to, to root for. I should check that. I also picked some, uh, some like actually crazy. uh, I'm going to do some crazy parlays, which I did last time of like, 
this person has to catch over this many yards oh, and this yeah, person they're... throws over this many and this person scores the first touchdown and see what happens because it's like $10 for a payout of like 700 sometimes. You never know what might happen. For, for what it's worth, that's what, the, that's what they want you to bet on because those almost never win and they're terrible. That's, that's, what, that's what the apps want you to bet on. I will not do any of those because that is literally where they make the most money. Absolutely. So the person who wins $700, there's, you know, a million losers before that one person wins $700. So they make a ton of money. Do whatever you want, but that is not a good investment. <laughs> They're just so much fun, especially if I'm only putting like- They are fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, and that's why, that's what the sports books hope for. So you're feeding right into them. That's good. You're, know, like, you're like the person who's a Wendy's commercial. Like, oh, I need, I'm going to get a Wendy's right now. That looks so good. I know. Me, I, but. No, Sonic commercials really do work on me. Like if they do a Dr. Pepper in a Sonic commercial, I'm like, oh, I'm going to Sonic <laughs> right now. <laughs> That's, they really do work on me. I am their target demographic. Um, one of the things that really did light me up this weekend was seeing all of the California elected officials without their masks on in the box. And it didn't light me up because I'm pro mask. It lit me up because they are talking out of both sides of their unmasked mouths. That mayor <laughs> of LA taking a photo with Magic Johnson and then people being like, hey, mayor, where's your mask? And he's like, I held my breath. Like, literally, you didn't. I don't know. Also, it doesn't matter if you held your breath. Your nose is still, your nose can still get it in. That's the whole point. It doesn't matter if you held your breath or not. Also, so if someone people believes- who are doing scientific things for us that they're saying, oh, trust the science. Like, I held my breath. I'm cool. Yeah, honestly, if someone believes that, I've got a nice plot of land I'd like to sell you. Like, no one believes that. It was, who was it all? It was um, the- Well, it was governor. London Breed, who's the mayor of San Francisco, who's done just insane things. She's been at concerts, rallies without her face mask on, yet they have like the strictest, you know, rules in the country, like at any city. Um, and of course, Gavin Newsom, who seems to be coming around a little bit, but like everyone in California, even the liberals, like, well, I think we need to revisit these because you obviously don't even believe in your own laws. At this point, it's just insane. You don't follow them. Why are we following them? Even if I'm a liberal and believe in it, it's like, you guys don't believe this. Right. And uh, posting photos of it, just I was I, I saw that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, who is like Mr. Safety First, whatever, um, had his mask pulled down talking to somebody. And I'm like, <laughs> so it's on your chin. So like, do you say that you wore a mask? I don't know what the rules are, but um, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm actually done. To, I, I think all those people are the worst. And I'm done. Like, I don't even want to talk about them anymore. They are, they're so hypocritical. And if you haven't learned that by now, no matter what you think about the mask, then like you're too far gone. That's, that's all I'd say. Yeah. Heard that mic drop on that note. Um, last but not least, speaking of California and Hollywood, let's talk about some stuff that's on TV these days. Um, Mark's favorite yeah. thing to do is watch dating shows. You know it's true. You don't want people to know that, but you love oh, like the that. trashy dating shows on like VH1 and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I don't care. I don't like the Bachelor. I like the trashier ones better. But I wanted to talk about this. There's a new kind of trend. There, there's two great shows that I just watched. One is on HBO Max. It's called Your Mom, My Dad, which it puts a bunch of these older uh, parents in this house together who are all single and they basically have raised their kids and their kids put them there because they spent so much time raising their kids and they put these, you know, single adults where their kids are finally growing up into this house and it's the most heartwarming show you'll ever watch it's just the nicest you know it's not trashy it's so good all the people are great and you just you feel like afterward and they're all great friends and some of them you know there was some romantic relationship there's a lot of people just like they just wanted friends to talk to because they spent all their time raising their kid by themselves 
Okay, um, I'm. I just wrote that down because I need so a heartwarming show. Oh well, okay. My my second point was Joe Millionaire, the new one I've also watched, and this is the first time both these dating shows. These guys on this show are super good guys. To the fact, like that, they are actually. Um, like they were releasing girls early on who were very attractive. It was like, I didn't like that she interrupted my conversation. That was rude. Like these, like they are like getting rid of all the worst people for the best reason. And like, these are the most genuine legitimate guys who are out there to find love. And the point is one's rich, one is not, but they, you can't tell which is which. Um, but they're, they're like little buddies, they're best friends and they're going to the same group of girls, but it's like, they're so respectful and they're getting rid of the people who are like even the hottest to say, you know what? Like, I don't like, this is not something that I'm interested in, in doing, even though you're clearly the best looking person there. This girl who's like treated, who's been respectful and has like treated the other girls well, that's what I want to do. One guy got rid of a girl because she got in the drama. He's like, I'm not dealing with this. You're out. I don't care how good you look. So like, they're just a, a new era of reality dating where it's just good people doing good things. And both these shows are great examples of that. I would let you sign me up for a show like that. I, we had a kind of a running joke a few years ago. Stephanie in our office really wanted to sign me up for The Bachelor. And um, I said, absolutely not. But it's just because the guys that they get to be The Bachelor are so scummy. That sounds like really sweet and precious. Yeah. And like, and like, they're both, I mean, honestly, they're both, you know, uh, they're farmers, like they're Southern, like they're just good. It's, it's insane how good both these shows like make you feel feel so much better about society i love the trashy v one shows but it doesn't make you feel better about society there's only two shows like wow i i want i legitimately want them to find love and you know of course all the girls aren't classy but like these guys are trying to do it the right way and honestly if you find a classy guy let me know because 30 years in don't know him hadn't seen him sorry mark present company excluded (laughs) justin i think would probably not agree with that (laughs) i'm talking about like single guys in my realm Yeah, well, it, 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 I think I think you would like them both. It's like I wasn't going into Joe Millionaire thinking that was going to be the case, but it's just, it is good to see those shows that you actually really like the people. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll watch them. What you got going on this weekend, Mark? Any big plans? Nope. Just just watching TV, probably. No, we're actually going to go. I think get mimosas and hang out in downtown Franklin Saturday. So I'm excited. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, we have one uh, one football free weekend, so I will right. probably I guess like take a nap Sunday afternoon and not watch football that'll be fun that'll be nice take advantage of it that's right yeah go see some movies i have some friends who were thinking about doing an all-day movie marathon at the theater just eat popcorn and drink coke all day and yeah see a a ton of movies so uh happy weekend to mark and kira happy weekend to me i'm gonna be hibernating snoozing after this (laughs) after this week but uh i hope that everybody is safe out in the rain and the ice that is coming to tennessee this weekend and uh we will see you next week